0: Oh, I, um, uh, not stamp-related, but I brought in, maybe your, your guys would like to know, you can still upgrade to Windows 10. Uh, yeah. They haven't turned oh, the I servers heard that. off. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, we so talked I, about that. I brought in the software form. We're going to do one machine just as a test. Good. But you probably should image all the drives before you do it for any important machines and blah, blah, blah. Technically you want to do a clean install is the best way, but that's a lot of setup again. You got to reinstall all your programs, blah blah blah. Yeah. So you're talking like 3 to 6 hours per computer with yeah. the person present so you can figure it out. So what we'll just do is an upgrade.
1: I just got a new hard drive on my World of Warcraft computer. <laughs> I am so happy now.
0: <laughs> is it a solid state?
1: No, it's not a solid state. I had I had a solid state. It was a uh, I I put in a 2 terabyte hard drive. Yeah. The solid state I put uh, took out was
0: two hundred fifty megs 268 or
1: two sixty eight gig or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. It, was, it yeah. was. Are you joking? This small? No wonder I was crashing.
0: Yeah, I got a, uh, a one terabyte solid state. You have to buy them. You have to buy nice ones, not cheap ones, yeah. because they can burn out, and when they do, it's really bad. So that sucker was expensive, but my machine turns on in like three seconds.
1: <laughs> well, see, awesome. that's that's the hitch is my machine. I would turn it on and it had a solid hard, the solid state hard drive. Yeah. It would take five to eight minutes to boot up.
0: That sounds like it's not (laughs) just the hard drive. There's some other serious problems going on in there. Yeah,
1: I need a new computer. Colony
0: of roaches living in there. There's some problems.
1: (laughs) The squirrel died that's (laughs) spinning around and stuff.
0: Oh, when I worked on the military base, we would find dead lizards in the uh, computers all the time. They'd walk in and fry. <laughs> you know, it wasn't a bug in the machine; it was a lizard in the machine.
1: Yeah, the uh, well, I didn't want to. Be, I paid sixty-seven dollars for the hard drive because my it's a good computer, but you know it's done. It's it's at the end of its life. Why why put a two hundred dollar hard drive into a machine that's going away
0: my video cards like four (laughs) hundred dollars i know i know (laughs) you know seriously
1: yeah well well, my machine before this the uh the video card i forget how much i paid for it but i paid for more for the video card than i paid for the computer
0: yeah most rigs uh, gaming rigs have two video cards in them now
1: yeah yeah my video card is like a brick (laughs) got two fans on board
0: i had to stop helping friends and neighbors uh, fix their computers because you, you do one thing to help them, and then every problem from that point forward is yours. <laughs> Even if you just mention, hey, you should do this. Remember when you did that? No, I just mentioned you should do that. <laughs> it hasn't worked the same since you mentioned that. <laughs>
2: Welcome to our office club. <laughs> <laughs> There's yours. Yes, it is
1: mine.
0: I always pretend I don't know IT. I'm just a developer. <laughs> I'm a programmer. Uh, how to turn the computer on, that's about it. Well, uh, When they I find mean- out you know IT, too, you're in trouble.
1: Well, that's the same thing with me, you know, my business card here, it doesn't have a title. But if it did have a title, it would say facilities manager. Because I don't want people talking to me about, you know, insurance. (laughs) That makes sense, right, yeah.
2: Yet when they call and ask for me, who's the first person I send them to?
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 And rightly so. Are we ready to get started? I thought we were. Oh, okay. You want to do a countdown?
0: You really shouldn't record these pre-conversations. They're just muddy.
1: Yes. Uh, they get it.
3: Cash insists.
1: They get edited <laughs> down, and uh, they we get a lot of uh, positive feedback on our witty banter. I mean, sometimes <laughs> our witty, witty. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes if that's it's what you want to call it. <laughs> Sometimes it's half of the podcast.
3: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Half of the podcast is before the podcast starts. Yeah. <laughs> so if we
0: lose half the viewership every time, I mean, at what point do we have no viewers anymore?
1: <laughs> well, if we lost half every time, we would never actually have zero. True.
0: Yeah, it would be <laughs> a but, while.
1: But after a while, we'd only have
0: parts of one. We <laughs> <laughs> have half a, half a listener. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
3: Well, we, it's one person listening. Listen to half the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, we have one ear,
1: and his name is Joe. Joe the ear. Joe the ear. Hey, Joe, oh. this, this one's for you.
3: <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one.
1: Look at them, madam. Have you ever in your
3: entire life seen anything so beautiful?
2: I'm sorry, I don't know anything about stamps.
3: Oh. oh, 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 oh this is the gentle art of philately otherwise known as stamp collecting. Here's a pile of stamps carefully culled from swap meets and garage sales.
4: Rufus, what are you thinking
3: of? Oh,
0: I was just thinking of all the years I've wasted collecting stamps.
3: Oh, like stamp collecting, that's all right, that's quite a nice hobby, that. Yeah, but it's not enough. Don't you understand? I'm lonely, I'm so terribly lonely.
0: From Spain and two from Japan. I got a couple from Israel and Azerbaijan. I got a plenty from Poland, but none from Sudan, I'm from Fiji, Uzbekistan.
1: Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.
3: Live from the Springfield Stamp Museum, this is the award-winning stamp show here today, episode number
1: 179. I'm Kaj. My poor knowledge of Greek mythology has always been my Achilles elbow. (laughs) Terrible. This
2: is Scott. Is Marx's tomb a communist plot?
4: (laughs) (laughs) This is Mark, and I hear tell that if you hold a cat by the tail, you will learn things that cannot be learned in any other way. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, that quote is from Scott number 4545.
1: Huh? That's on a stamp?
4: Yep. Not the quote, but the guy who who who, uh, who
1: the guy who's the, on the stamp?
4: <laughs> yep.
2: The guy who wrote the quote.
4: Right. Mark Twain.
2: Oh, oh.
0: no, Twain is great. If yeah. you read some uh, of his uh, writings, he was he was a nasty guy sometimes. He oh, was wonderful. He, he was great.
4: And and Mark and Scott number forty five forty five is the only United States stamp to show Mark Twain. I'm waiting for a challenge from the East German judge.
1: No, I I know because everything else is the, his stories or his books. All right, I just uh, okay. I'll so play. No, so, but you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's right. I was I was relishing the chance to correct you. He's not. He's <laughs> um, not on one of
3: the famous American stamps. He's a famous American
4: stamp, yeah. But on uh, on was the eight sixty three or eight sixty two? The ten cent. That's Samuel Clemens. Mm-hmm. Not Mark Twain.
0: Oh right, that was his pen name, right? Yep.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Same but different.
4: Right, same dude, but different names.
0: Oh, I, I, I'm not punny. I'm no pun slinger, so unfortunately, I did not prepare yet again.
2: No, 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 or, no, no. Or no. you can use Ta- the one that he wrote for me,
0: or the one he wrote for you. You wrote one. Oh, where? Oh yeah. <laughs> this is Greg. I've got bad news. I can't quite see that. I took the wrong medicine today. The good news is I am now protected from heartworm and fleas for the next three months. Nice. <laughs> that sounded spontaneous. <laughs> I couldn't see it. with. A, it's like my mic was in the way.
3: <laughs> I took my cat's thyroid medicine. I'm not feeling well. And this is Tom. Never before have so few done so little for no one in particular. <laughs> hey, what's the subject today? Fine question, sir. So I'm looking here at a two-cent Harding stamp number 612, Scott number 612, with a Springfield pre-cancel. Those listening can see it on Facebook at the Stamp Show Here Today page. And what is this all about?
2: Well, when I was looking at the stamp, I could... It's hard to see the the pre-cancel and tell what it says. But I got into it, and I was looking at it, and I fairly certain it says Springfield, but then I... Well, what state? Where is this Springfield? So I said, well, how many Springfields
1: are there? How many Springfields are there, Cash? Uh, I know the answer. The answer is, how many Springfields aren't there?
2: Exactly. (laughs) More
3: than a gross.
2: (laughs) There are 50 states in the Union and how many of them do not have a Springfield? So... Uh, Care to guess, Greg?
0: For this... Well, California will be separated into three states uh, in (laughs) November, so... Good point.
2: (laughs) So, in trying to determine the state for this stamp, uh, we kind of ran down the rabbit hole on Springfields. So, Cash, how many
1: many states do not have a Springfield? I think you told me that 16 of them do not have Springfields.
0: I actually have that in a database. If I could access my computer, I could tell you the exact number. Geolocation information for the site.
1: If you, if you have to You geolocie. don't have the answer, you don't have, you have to look no, it up?
0: No, they're, uh, it's funny. When, when you look at things like that in a database, they're literally changing area codes, zip codes, uh, parish boundaries, county boundaries, constantly. Hmm. It's crazy. That data is updated on a weekly basis. There's new towns springing up every now and then. It's bizarre.
1: So this is n- Springing
3: up like Springfield?
1: Yeah, there you go. So we might be wrong here. The 16 states that don't have Springfields. Yep. There could Springfields. be a Springfield
0: just <laughs> opened up today. Broke the bottle.
4: Now, isn't there a Springfield and the Simpsons?
0: Yeah, that's what I thought they were talking about because it's like indistinguishable where it is. It's no one really knows where that Springfield is.
1: Oh, well, spoiler alert here. If it, this is a spoiler alert, if you don't want to know where Springfield is, uh, skip forward like a, about a minute and a half <clears throat> because Springfield and I don't know, uh, do you ever watch Film Theory on uh, YouTube?
0: No, but it sounds fun.
1: Oh, it's a fantastic channel. I, I suggest everybody check out Film Theory, it's really, really, truly fantastic. Anyway. The Springfield in the Simpsons is Springfield, Oregon.
0: Oregon? Oregon. So I would have thought Colorado.
1: Nope. Because there's an ocean nearby, too. That's one ah, of the requirements. yeah, yeah. So uh, they, and they... There's a lot of cows in Oregon. Yep. So th- I got another
2: question for you. Which state has the most Springfields?
0: Wisconsin.
1: Exactly. How'd you know that?
0: I I, I write these databases. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't kidding. I really know this. <laughs> you know how many they have? No, no. I, my guess would be seventeen. Six. No.
1: Seventeen. Yeah. How can you have four. seventeen Springfield? There's no.
0: There's four. states that have like twenty of the same name. It's insane.
2: Four, <laughs> four are towns, and four uh, two
1: are unincorporated towns.
0: Yeah, unincorporated towns. Uh, yeah, uh, they're not actual cities yet.
1: Right. So we're at the Springfield, Oregon Stamp Museum, and I'm. Gonna play a little clip for our visit. Yeah. Uh, uh. It's
3: 7 a.m. What are they cockadoodly doing? Flanders, I can't listen to your crap before my
4: coffee. Oakly dokally, here's some French roast. Now I'll go make toast.
3: Stupid best friend Flanders.
1: A stamp museum? Oh! Stamps? Those are for snail mail! Stamps rule! I mean, suck! Well, they can't just start building in our neighborhood without asking us. Whatever happened to please and thank you?
3: I think they killed each other. You know, one of those murder-suicide deals.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have to stop all this construction. The noise is jiggling my grapes to the bottom of the cello. Two, four, six, eight.
3: I hate stamps. They aren't great. Okay,
2: how about this? Seven, four, three, one. Oh, wait, that's my pin number.
1: Everyone forget that.
3: And you tell.
4: Beat those stamp Nazis with good old-fashioned American complaining.
1: Or if it weren't for you, we'd be at the mercy of weekend philatelists. You know,
4: why didn't you just say stamp collectors?
1: Because I'm tired of dumbing myself down for you. The Postal Service
0: is sending a change of address card to itself. The Stamp Museum will now be built on the site of the Springfield Cemetery. The cemetery will be moved right here, next to the
1: Simpsons. Instead of a stamp, museum will be next door to a graveyard?
3: Look at the bright side, Marge. When I die, you can mourn me from the bathroom. That's
2: multitasking. Hmm. So the correct answer is there are 15 states
1: that do not have Springfield. 15. 15. See, it, it was 16. <laughs> and then one more popped <laughs> yeah, up. Stuff, right. stuff Just occurs. during the podcast. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Yeah. no, if you saw the database on Uh, geolocation information for the United States you'd be astounded how fast it changes. You're like, what? (laughs) uh, No, I'm confused. If California breaks into three states was I born in... I would be born in Southern California then? Well, there's going so to be... There's do I going need to be, change my birth certificate? There's
1: going to be three states. The yeah, state where you Northern. can afford a house. <laughs> the state where you can try to afford a house. Southern maybe. No, that... Yeah. The, and the state where there is no chance for you to ever own a yeah, house. Yeah, that little sliver what they put <laughs> by the ocean.
0: I'm hoping that's a sliver that falls into the ocean when the earthquake hits.
1: Yes. Well, they're not getting stars on the
4: flag. That's too annoying. So, so how <laughs> yeah,
0: ma- I know it's crazy,
4: right? So, so Mister,
2: Mister, I know everything about geography. No, no, uh, I knew <laughs>
0: Springfield because I looked it up once. How,
2: <laughs> how many Springfields are there in the United States?
0: Uh, Fifty-seven.
2: Forty-one.
0: Oh darn it! Ah. It is the second mo- most popular oh, name. I should have said forty-two. Really? That's the answer to the everything, second?
2: right? The second. Second. What's the first? Take a guess.
0: Um, Topeka. T- t- Townsville. How about Washington?
1: <laughs> oh, oh, right, yeah, Washington. I can see that. Yeah,
2: yeah I can yeah. see that. There's 88 place names of Washington in the country, and there's 41 for Springfield.
4: Hmm.
2: So does every flag change?
1: Are they going to put another
0: couple stars on there?
1: Well, I would, say no. If they put Puerto Rico in, if Puerto Rico becomes a state, but they have some major hurdles they have to cover. Yeah, like bankruptcy? <clears throat> well, like more like corruption. Oh, right. Wait, so we could
0: potentially have Fifty-four states soon? Fifty-three.
1: 50. That'd
0: be no, 52. One into two, 53. and then if Puerto Rico, two, that would be Two 53. more from California
1: yeah. and one more from Puerto Rico. Fifty-three. <laughs> right? Oh, my God, right? And then if Texas breaks into four. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so uh, why are we discussing this stamp?
2: We are discussing it because we want to talk about
1: pre-cancels. Do I know what a pre-cancel is? Well, Tom, why don't you tell them where to pre is? It's a script. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Before I get to that, I'd like to uh, let you know that there are 639 Simpsons episodes. Ooh, wow. Oh, nice. Well, the reason we are discussing the Springfield stamp is because it has a pre-cancel, and today we are going to discuss pre-canceled stamps. Pre-cancels are postage stamps that have been canceled before being used on letters or packages. Today and for about the past 100 years, they are stamps that were typically canceled with two lines and the city and state where they were mailed from. Scott, why do they do this?
2: It was basically an invention to kind of cut down on theft of stamps. Uh, A business or a government... uh, a government unit would purchase stamps for use on their mail, and uh, well, just like uh, office supplies today—post-it notes and pens and pencils—they tended to walk out the door with the employees. Post-it I've never notes? done that. Oh god, I've done that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was in a company uh, that was closing down, and I literally took a trash bag full of stuff.
2: <laughs> and so we gotta I- throw it away. Yeah. So the idea was, well. Part of the idea was to cut down on theft. But also, generally, when a business generates mail, they generate a lot of it. And they can uh, do some of the sorting that the post office would would do. And by doing some of the sorting themselves, particularly nowadays, it didn't used to be back in the day, they still paid the full rate. But nowadays, uh, the post office gives them a discount depending on the amount of sorting they do. So if they sort by zip code or if they start by uh, uh, post office or something like that, then uh, the, the more sorting they do, the bigger the discount they get. And so that's what the pre-cancel is for, is to show that they've paid the postage for this lower rate. And typically what they'll do is they'll have these stamps and then any extra postage is paid just by billing to the Postal Service.
1: Well, one thing you kind of left out is since they do the sorting, they don't have to put them through the sorting machines. And the sorting machines are what cancels the stamp.
2: That is correct.
1: So they had to cancel the stamp not having it go through the sorting machine. So this
2: way, the stamps are already canceled when they go on the letter. Therefore, when they bypass the sorting and the canceling machines, the stamp's already invalidated for postage. Or at least that's the idea.
4: So, I have a technical question. The paint of stamps is mint before it goes to the pre canceling machine. Yes. Once it comes out, it, is it now a used stamp?
2: No. It is still a mint stamp because it still has full gum on
0: the back. But what about if you had one that didn't go to the pre canceling? Is that mint mint?
1: Well, no, here. I want a mint mint. See, I have a difference of opinion, <laughs> <It's> mint chip. <laughs> it is not mint. It is unused. Yes. Yeah, that would make more that sense.
2: Is, that is true. It is unused. Even in the comic book,
0: mint has to be flawless. No, yeah. Nothing changed from the when it was printed.
1: Right. Right. So it would be a unused stamp, but it wouldn't be a mint stamp. And that's kind of weird because it, it really falls into a sort of philosophical gray area.
0: Let's just agree it's minty.
1: It's minty. Well, th- typically when
2: uh, when someone collects pre-cancels, they typically collect stamps with the pre-cancel, and they generally have no gum because they were soaked off of bulk mail envelopes, ah. and they don't have extraneous cancels on them, and uh, they're they're collected generally by town, uh, and sometimes town
3: and type. And since they were pre-cancelled, you wouldn't exactly be able to collect them tied on cover.
1: Yeah. True. Oh, absolutely true. So, well that's why they put that's why they put the name of the town on it. So, if you live in Inglewood, California and you get a letter with a pre-cancel from Springfield, Oregon, you can't soak that stamp off and ah, put it on your mail yeah, yeah. because you're in Inglewood, California and they're going to go, "Hey, this why does it say Springfield, Oregon?"
2: Yeah, like the postal employees are paid to pay that much attention to your mail. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> Maybe at some point they were, but or they were conscientious well, enough
3: to... But, but what about uh, there's pre-cancels out there that don't have the town? They're just like two bars.
2: Those are generic pre-cancels. Those came into use more uh, for the large mass mailers that would have... Uh, they might have offices in multiple locations. Uh. And so it was... It was easy enough to uh, pre-cancel these things right on the printing press. and They just add an extra stage, and they add the pre-cancel as the stamp is being manufactured.
4: Is that why they call it the Bureau
0: Pre-cancel?
2: Those, those pre-cancels, yes, were applied at the Bureau of Engraving and Printing.
0: Oh, Bureau of oh, Pre-cancels. Oh, I have cool. a... You know something? What is two lines, by the way? What does that mean?
1: H- hand me one Cancelled of the Scott's with catalogs with the U.S. It's one of the U.S. We don't have a U.S. Oh. Each, nope. each pre-cancel. How do they list... below. Gotcha. How do they list, like, the six cent with the uh, Bureau pre-cancel? They list it in the Scotts catalog with the Bureau pre-cancel. Do they list it used or unused?
2: There's, uh well, w- which column is the value in? Yeah. Um, is but it I, in the used value or is it in the unused value?
1: So they, they recognize that there are mint... Yes. Pre-cancels yes. Or if, unused. Uh, well, but really, they, where
2: you start to see that is in the Liberty series. Um, the four cent Lincoln coil was never issued as a wet printing, unpre-cancelled, and therefore would never have been available at post offices to collectors. Yet it is listed in the catalog, and it is priced unused. Because there are copies in the marketplace that exist. Now, it does have a pretty healthy catalog value, it's a few hundred dollars, as, as I recall. But uh, yes, there are certain stamps that only came pre canceled and were only un- uh, available. Now, you can collect them used. That's not a problem. But getting a mint one for that particular stamp, and they do list values for both.
0: I'm raising my hand. Yes, sir. What's a wet printing?
2: Oh, now we get into wet printing, dry <laughs> printing. It's a method of intaglio printing, which is engraved process, whereby when the paper goes through the printing process, they uh, basically they dampen the paper to uh, help the ink be absorbed into the paper. Huh. Um, it
1: doesn't make such a clear impression. So. Right,
2: but it allows the, the paper fibers to wick in the ink right. and, okay, and the ink it. takes hold. Uh, they did uh, in the '60s. They they started experimenting with a dry printing process where the moisture content was about
1: 10%. And they just smashed the ink into and, the yeah. Water. And they
2: just uh, they used higher pressures and and things like that. And it it uh, produces a much crisper, cleaner image because the ink is not wicked into the paper fibers. Gotcha. And so uh, that's the diff- the difference between the wet printings and the dry printings. It's part of the printing technology. But uh, this these particular stamps were produced during the period where they transitioned. And that's really when pre-cancels became popular in the
4: 20s. I noticed that a lot of the pre- bureau pre-cancels come untagged. Um, and is that because they... Because they cost. don't go,
1: no, they don't go through the uh, sorter. They're, right. they're not so going through sor- the face or
2: sorter because they've been pre-sorted and therefore they don't need to be faced. So therefore the t- stamps don't need to be tagged. And now, it was it, a way was to save a, a little bit of money, yeah, because, it's some it's, money right? because you're not uh using that extra ink.
0: Tagging was that uh the ink that could iridesce or whatnot.
2: The glows, yeah. yeah. Okay. Luminescent.
0: A luminescent. I still think we need that black light display in here.
3: Well, it is known that the idea of pre-canceling stamps dates back to the very beginning of using stamps as prepayment of postage. The earliest documented United States pre-cancels are the 1844 Hale Locals. They were the product of Hale & Company, one of the many private postal services that operated in this country until they were shut down by an act of Congress.
1: And this is uh, yeah, Lysander Spooner. Yes, yes, that's Spooner. Yep.
3: That must have just pissed a lot of people off. (laughs) Nationalizing stamps. What the hell? Well, the pre-cancels were just black pen markings back then. They know they are pre-cancels by examining existing copies on envelopes. The markings extend to the edge of the stamp, but not to the envelope itself, providing evidence that the cancel was applied to the stamps in a sheet prior to affixing them to the cover. Ooh, I got a question. So if I start a stamp company and I sell stamps for
0: money that my postal system, like, will I be thrown in federal prison?
1: No, they they have had several since then. Uh, Ipsa comes to mind. Uh, TWA put out stamps. Oh, it's not um, like money
0: because if I make a fake money or money and try to use it, I'm in big trouble. But stamps, no. Yep. Well, uh, well, if what if you make fake comics? How about? No, no. <laughs> but I mean, like, I sell these stamps, and I like, no. I will deliver that for
1: you. And then you have <laughs> then you have the local carriers. Yeah. Like Rattlesnake Island in the. Uh, pineapple. Uh, okay, so locals. they didn't. Uh, they what, didn't
0: nationalize the stamp. Industry. No, what they
1: are is. Uh, no. these guys lived out on an island called Rattlesnake Island, <laughs> and this guy had the boat, and he goes, "Hey, will you take this to the post office?" And he goes, "Sure." And hey, you know, why don't I issue stamps to show that you paid the currency, and then he charged or didn't charge or whatever. But rattle- so going from Rattlesnake Island to the post office, it got a stamp. Nice. Now, it didn't need one, obviously, Right, right. but he put one on, and then he said, hey, stamp collectors, you want to buy Rattlesnake Island stamps? And, of course, everybody goes, Rattlesnake Island stamps? I want 10.
0: (laughs) Did they actually have rattlesnakes on the island? Uh, I'm
2: sure that's how the island got its name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's how it got its name. (laughs) That's fun.
3: Well, the period between 1844 and about 1880 is generally referred to by collectors as the Pioneer Period. During this time, there was no uniformity in approaches to creating and applying the cancels, and they exist in a myriad of forms, which include simple pen strokes, handwriting, grid patterns, and the word paid, circular city and date stamps, similar to conventional postmarks, and simple city and state markings, which foreshadow the regimented appearance of 20th century cancels. That was a mouthful. (laughs) Some examples are the Glastonbury G from Glastonbury, Connecticut, the Glen Allen Star from Glen Allen, Virginia, and also the New York String of Pearls, which were applied to postage due stamps.
1: There's also a cool one in a tombstone, but it's not from Tombstone, Arizona. Where was, do you remember where that one's from? I think it was like,
3: oh, uh, Grant's tomb.
1: Gosh, what was that?
2: No, I gave one to Mark last week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the tombstones, and then you have the yeah. Cincinnati ovals, and all, sort, you know, all sorts of really weird ones.
4: Oh, Why does Springfield come to my mind? <laughs> yeah.
3: Because <laughs> we looked at the like friggin' there a, stamp forever. It was like a one in seven chance <laughs> trying to figure from, out
2: what yeah. state it <laughs> was. Or it's was from Washington. Right. It's one of the two. Right.
3: Well, a brief history of pre-cancels. Uh, December 5th, 1911, Postmaster General Frank H. Hitchcock,
1: Who also was Hitch- one of the co-inventors of the tube sock. I believe that's Hitchcock. Oh, was he really? He Hitchcock really tube was. <laughs> he was. Very famous. He designed the Hitchcock version of the tube sock. Oh, right. Yeah.
3: If there's a really bad joke in there that I'm
0: not going sure, yeah, to was, I was thinking there was one too. I just couldn't put it together.
3: I don't know why we're, suddenly we're talking about roosters and socks. <laughs> <laughs> and tube stocks. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a joke there. Well, Postmaster General Hitchcock authorized the general use of pre cancels on Christmas parcels for the first time. In 1912, an act of Congress approved creating the Parcel Post Service. This resulted in a tremendous increase in the demand for postage stamps and a more efficient system of canceling these stamps. Along with this, a little later in 1913, regular postage stamps were made valid for parcel post, and parcel post stamps were made valid for any postal duty. This really jump-started the use of pre-canceled stamps. Wait, so parcel post, before then it was just letters that the U.S. Postal Service would deliver?
2: Well, they considered everything a
0: letter. Ah, there was no distinction. by
2: separating out the parcels, they were able to create a separate rate
3: structure.
0: Gotcha. Okay, that's 1912. So was
3: 1911 that, uh, must have sucked. Was part was parcel post the one where they mailed a uh,
1: church? Yes, uh, and mailed brick a brick by brick, and mailed, yeah. and
3: mailed a kid. Yep, mailed a kid. Yeah, I didn't hear that one. <laughs> that was that was before no, Greg's no, no. podcast you, time. You, you
1: gotta go. You gotta go see it. We did a whole YouTube on it. On a YouTube stamp show here today. Did they mail see
0: him in pieces?
1: Her. No, <laughs> oh, her. her. No, <laughs> her. they,
3: they, they affixed like, the po- parcel post yeah. stamps to her jacket Yeah. Uh, ah, okay. and put her on a train. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. There's more to this story. Okay. In 1924, the third assistant postmaster general issued a notice prohibiting the pre-cancellation of commemorative stamps and the sale of pre-cancelled stamps for collection pre-canceled stamps for collection purposes, so the two-cent stamp we are talking about is at the very tail end of pre-canceled commemoratives.
2: So I noticed along the way we didn't talk about silent pre-cancels. Specifically, we talked about the fancy ones like the uh, Glen Allen Star, which if you take the stamp off cover, it doesn't actually say where it's from. You just have to
1: yeah, to know
2: true. that yeah. that's a fancy cancel and it's a pre cancel and all this. But uh, w- we talked about simple pen strokes. Well, there are various types of pen strokes, ranging from uh, large brush type strokes to um, parallel line strokes. A lot of times they would have multiple lines, and you could count them. And you and the the width of the pen strokes can tell you one city from another depending on what type of pen they used uh, all of these things go into the silent pre-cancel category which were mostly identified again by seeing the stamps on
1: cover so a silent pre-cancel is one that doesn't show where it's from
2: that is correct
1: oh okay i so, had never heard that term. so
2: actually the the uh, glenn Media allen star <laughs> is technically a silent pre-cancel
1: yeah so I just
0: had a, a, an epiphany here on stamp collecting. See, in I don't know these kind of minutiae about comics because you can open them up and see the pictures on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you guys go into this crazy detail about that all the art, everything is right there in front of you. So you just have to analyze the living crap out of it. <laughs> I like it. Because if yes. I did this Often, in comics,
3: oftentimes called fly specking.
1: <laughs> if
0: I did this in comics, you imagine. So the front cover. <laughs> well, as you notice, the printing here. The, the, I was like, it's open the damn thing. Is it a good comic? <laughs> What's the
2: story about? Well, I, thought I, if don't, you're I don't know <laughs> we can't open it up. That'll destroy the value.
0: <laughs> that's that's the actually thing. really. That's so true. I you was have just no idea. Say that. <laughs> I'm uh, like, there, there's a new thing hey, this Virgin. comic's
3: great at 9.8.
0: Better not read it. <laughs> well, the Virgin variants were introduced just recently. Well, a, a bit ago. But it has absolutely no printing other than the art on the cover. And uh, these things are quite valuable now for some of the, the comics.
1: So but, the inside is blank? Is no, that? no, no, no. It's just oh. the
0: cover has nothing. Uh, no UPC, no published date, oh. no price. No, It's just the art. So these things are a little bit more like stamps now in the sense that you're like, oh, look at that beautiful art. Analyze. But damned it if you open that thing. Yeah. Yep. You, you crease the, the, the corners, do anything, and the value shot to hell.
3: But at least you so can just, open them and read the story. See, that's the one so thing. Ours when we, is better. See, that's one thing when we were talking about comics, though, that was killing me when you are talking about grading. How do you get a 9.8? You don't. <laughs> well, yeah, you do, yeah. You're yeah, a distributor, yeah. or you buy it already graded.
0: Uh, it's- pretty much. I No, I, I buy from the distributors. And uh, there's maybe 20% in a case, if you're lucky. Nothing on the bottom or top. And if UPC didn't drop it too many times, you, should, you get good 30%, 40%, 9, 8 in there if you're lucky. And sometimes they're all printed bad, and every single one's crap. It's just nothing you can do about it. It's one distributor.
1: Well, that's the way that it is with stamps. The entire sheet is either well-printed or not well-printed. And even on a well-printed mm-hmm. sheet, you know, you could have... The top row is really crummy, and the third row from the bottom is uh, grade 100. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, there a great a mint actually exists in comics 10.0. Yeah. Um, but holy love of God, that thing would have to be perfect. The difference between a nine eight and a ten. Well, the same thing stamps. It's like so subtle. I. I yeah. Except I mean, there's, there's a nine. Getting too. a
2: hundred on a stamp is actually a possibility. Yeah. Getting a hundred on a comic is. A near a, impossibility. See, there, there's
0: too many things: the yeah. fold, the stapling, the printing. Every, there's so much. They do exist, I think.
3: I've never seen one. But I just, you know, you can't go to a comic book store and buy a comic and get it graded and have it be a high grade. Uh, but you, you can't go to assume, a
2: post
0: office. What you assume is, if they're on the shelf, it's a nine-four. That's about the best it can be.
1: Oh, that's, it's being that's, handled
0: <laughs> by people, even if it's bagged and boarded. A nine four is about what you're, you know, the best you're going to get. That's the same but,
1: thing with stamps. If you go to a post office and you buy stamps out over the counter. They're going to be grade ninety fives or 90s yeah' they're not going to be hundreds you you don't just go in and say, "Oh well, you know with all the technology, everything is like grade 100 <laughs> just right. like no, you're totally wrong Well, yeah. no, well but,
2: that depends no, no but, but kind of not
1: in this
3: country you don't kind of I mean it's totally off the pre cancelled topic, but you know you can go to the post office and buy a sheet of stamps and you may get a hundred in it mm-hmm. Well, you can not, go to a comic shop and get a good, but you have to do what's known as a
0: pull box service where they're going right. to remove that from the general hoi polloi they put on the shelves and put that in your box, preserved for you, bag and boarded. And if you're a good customer,
3: they're going to look for ones that potentially nine six nine eights for you. So,
0: yeah, you oh, can, but so you kind so of if
3: have you're to ask a good ask customer, for it. just like the way you get the inverted Jenny sheets.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, maybe not good customer, <laughs> oh, returning customer. Oh, that. bringing that one up. But oh, finding sorry. a 9
3: in on the wall, uh,
0: that's a rarity. Finding a nine eight in the box, you know, where the people are thumbing through it, just the sheer act of thumbing through it is making those not nine eights. The quarter box, you know, where people are just like, yeah. oh, I found this one, throw it at their friend, you know, that kind of thing. That's where you just need the collection. You don't care about the grade.
2: Well, that's because you're reading the comic.
0: You, you can read them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to touch the damn things without gloves on. Yeah. Yeah. Anything over a few hundred bucks, you just have to wear gloves. The damn ink. The way I, got, I see you guys deal with stamps, is just it makes me cringe. <laughs> throwing it at each other, just oh, slapping, yeah, we, it, slapping it on his shoulder, frisbee,
1: <laughs> frisbee across the yeah. room to each other. Oh yeah,
0: spill some sauce on it. Oh, just wipe that off.
1: Yeah. Good.
0: Damn. Soaking <laughs> them in water. Soaking them in water. Oh, I tried that with a comic. didn't work. Yeah. The staples didn't come out like I thought they would. They rusted.
2: But just... And we don't have that on a YouTube video. No, why? You know,
0: I'll do that again. I'll take a, a valuable one. The back will be damaged or something. So like, why? You know, I'll take something really nice. It's like, that's a $1,000 comic. No, it's not. It's junk. But I'll, I'll, I'll put it in water, and I'll put a time lapse on it. <laughs> like, day oh, 27. <laughs> and they like mold growing and stuff. I'll do that. I'll I'll film it for you.
1: Well, that's the thing with used stamps. I mean, they all get soaked. So you soak everything in water.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. Or, but or that orange does, oil.
1: Or orange oil. That yeah, does diminish a, it,
0: right? That does diminish the stamp. It breaks the fibers up a little. Not if you're little. good.
1: Not if you're good. It, it, yes, it'll uncompact some of the fibers, but that is such a minor, minor, minor thing. It, it's well, let's compare it to diamonds. Diamonds, you're looking for flaws, and you're looking with an 8-power loop or a 10-power, depending on your preference.
0: Inclusions, I think, is what right. they call them, right? If
1: you looked on a 30-power loop, every diamond has flaws. It's whether it shows up as an 8-power or a 10-power, whether it sh- has flaws. So If you can't see them with the 10-power, then you don't count them. Huh. I mean, a diamond is made out of carbon. Big surprise, there's carbon in it. You know, so you have the carbon flakes. The stamps we can, you know, magnify any stamp to whatever, and we can find faults with it.
3: Electron microscope.
1: Oh yeah, we could, we could, we could grill these suckers.
0: I saw a documentary but on diamonds, can't. and it's the freakiest thing. There's no diamond on the planet that's not four million years old. Did you know that? Not one. And guess where they all came from? Super volcanoes. Every single one, because they're made so deep under the uh, the mantle that the only thing that could bring them to the surface is a supervolcano, and the last one erupted, that would have brought them out 4 million years ago.
1: I saw a documentary on people who were traveling to
0: the center of the the diamond capital of the world. They're like 10 miles or 15 miles beneath the crust. That's where they form. That's where the pressure and heat is accurate, and to get that to the surface is generally a supervolcano. Ah. So, yeah, diamonds are all really, really stinking old. and
2: So we should hang out around Montana.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> right. I just heard that. They think they found uh, the beginnings of a bulge under Montana. You're, oh, they're all doomed. They're, they've been
2: circulating
1: that for
0: Have it? quite a few oh, years ju- now. Oh, I just heard something about it on the news. But, uh, oh, well,
1: you know what? Uh, two days ago, or was it three days ago? Three days ago was the anniversary <laughs> Of the day that the uh, meteor hit the earth and killed the, off all the, the dinosaurs. The
0: Congusta event? Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I thought it was the one in Russia.
1: No, 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 it was the one in Tung, Yucatan. Tungusta. Tungusta. The Yucatan Peninsula. Oh,
0: so you're talking the extinction event. Right? right. Okay, yeah.
1: So, yeah, three days ago was the anniversary. How do they know that?
0: You know, I mean, literally, can, how do they know they what day? get it close. Well, and you know what days have changed? Like, the Pope took off, what, seven days back in... You know, whenever the oh, yeah. 14... Yeah, so today's not really today, if you want to actually count it. <laughs> We've moved it around a lot. It, there's a whole website on that. Like, oh, what yeah. day is it really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny, actually. But um, Well, but no, North, no.
1: North Korea, you know what, th- this is year 126 or something like that?
0: Yeah, and our calendar, the Gregorian one, is still not perfect. They could do it better. When hmm. you look at... When you actually study how they do time and, and figure it out... Oh, the math! You're like, oh, really? So they kind of have. That's why they have leap year, and that's why they have this. It's all to catch up because oh, it's yeah. not exactly the way it is.
1: It's well, really cool. I love the story when uh, they did the Gregorian ch- calendar. They changed the calendar by fourteen really days. That yeah, was we 14 days. Gregorian chant. Yeah. They, they just threw
0: fourteen <laughs> days away to make it make exactly. it work. Exactly. Yep. And, and what every... if you were born in those fourteen <laughs> days, <laughs> you're like, ah. well,
1: no, it was worse than that. Is because it, it was in the month of February. What happens when you pay rent? You pay like $300 a month, uh-huh. and all of a sudden your month was only 12 days <laughs> yeah, or four, uh, 14 days. You awesome. go, hey, I only got <laughs> half a month here.
3: <laughs> it is great. Speaking of non sequiturs.
1: This, this show is all about non sequiturs, right?
0: Yeah, we just kind of go off and dan- Well, it's stamps, right? I'm sure there's stamps that have time on it. There's probably stamps that have clocks and weather. Volcanoes.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they know. Diamonds. Diamonds.
0: Oh, yeah. That's the weird thing about stamps, right? You could pretty much rattle off about anything. It's probably going to be in there.
1: That is incredibly true. So have we rattled off on everything we're going to rattle off on?
3: I don't know. What's this thing with the truck with the hose hanging out the back?
1: Oh, that's for next week. Oh, of course it is. Oh, now I want to know what the truck with the hose hanging off it is.
3: Guess you're going to have to tune in next week. (laughs) Stay
1: tuned. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Oh, God. Great tease.
2: (laughs) Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, Owen from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills.
1: Oh, she was a sport.
2: We've had lots lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. But now the time has come to go if this still was found dead in his bed tomorrow i'd be in heaven still doing this show
4: see you some other time
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a it's a thank you for
3: joining us this has been cash scott Tom, and I'm your host, Dawn. Continue the conversation at stamp show Here Today on Facebook. You can ask us questions, see pictures of the stamps, make comments, and add to the conversation on Facebook. You can also ask the experts your stamp questions at Blue Paper at GradingMatters.com. You can listen to all of our past podcasts at StampshowHereToday.com, Podbean.com, iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast listening platform. And as always, keep collecting.
4: This episode of Stampshare here today is brought to you by the Philatelic Book of Secrets, the book that teaches you about repurfs, regums, color varieties, and much more. Get yours for $10 at www.philatelicsecrets.com today. Worst episode ever. Oh, not even close.
3: Never before have so few done so little for no one in particular.